to jive. Now we get into some new shit. Now they don't pop in the white folk can't stop it, but we let them cut like the Ku Klan. If it's a problem, my nigga gon' stand. Right on the block, it was me and my man. He got a cop, but he good with his hands. He just protecting the band. It's been a while since they caught me a new whip, you know. The one's just the two seats. They go, fast, this beat, you know. You about to lose me. But I might drop in the pot, I'm begging the flock. I can run it, they suck. If you invest in it right, come right back around and it's back to the block. Yeah. I want to shit around the clock, even out of the tight with them niggas, you chops. I want to beat for my mom in the matter of the time, she will never have to buy shit. Let alone work in the motherfucking office, they fire her ass in a hot Today we're sitting here. We've got uh, Billy Rex. He's an artist hailing out of Texas, but originally from Florida. We're going to go ahead and sit down with him and get some perspective as far as his career, ask him some questions, get to know him personally. Uh, and we're going to go ahead and jump right into that. So uh, how old are you now? 20, 27, man. I just hit 27 literally like last week, week and a half ago on March 12th. Yeah, man. You know, feel feel young. I'm you know, closer to 30 than 20, though. All right. So um, at this point, how long have you been at your craft? Um, I've been doing music for right at five years. Started when I was like literally hitting 22 and then being 21. Um, so it's like right at five years. Happy belated birthday. I didn't want to sleep past that. I know you just said you just turned 27, boss. So definitely big ups on that. All right. And uh, when is the earliest moment that you knew that this is what you want to do? Like when is it that you that you that is solidified for, you know what, I'm pushing music? Um. It was probably like, probably like literally when I started, um, because I had so much passion for it. Like I didn't grow up in a family like, um, you know, grew up around music or, or had somebody put me on music. It was just random one day, just being around the homies in college who, who was rapping on their laptop and shit, and um, I was just peeping, just smoking, just chilling, really, but just peeping, and then decided to write a verse, and it kind of just came on as like a natural passion. So um, it was like right from the jump, I guess you could say, when I started doing it, because I felt like I was good at it. Um, now, depending on how serious I was taking it, the levels of how you want to say that, um, that definitely increased the intensity and all of that. But it was kind of right from the jump. Okay. Uh, how much time do you say that you might dedicate like per week or, or per month to your craft? Every day, man. Every day, 24 hours. I mean, realistically, like, you know, I'm sleeping, I'm I'm eating, I'm doing things with the family, I'm I'm doing recreational things, you know, every now and then. But right now in this stage, man, I've been grinding because I'm independent and I don't do nothing else. I stopped hustling and stopped doing everything I'm di- I did about four years ago and really just went in on what I was doing. So it's it's opened up a lot of doors. Um, got me a lot of rooms, travel, been to London, all over different places. But it definitely take a stupid amount of commitment because uh, I'm not working, I'm not getting up in a Having a job to go to, I get up and think about what I got to do for the day, what music I got to make. I hit the studio. I got to, you know, so we could just go ahead and say 24 hours. But if you want to be literally, literally like, you know what I'm saying? I'm looking at like three quarters of my day just focus on things around music or moves or or what I can do to, you know, what I got to engage to, you know, interviews, uh, et cetera. Well, we definitely see that, like you said, it's paying off. Uh, like you said, you've you've been you've been to London. I I noticed this year you were actually uh, scheduled to uh, perform at South by Southwest. Fortunately, you know, due to coronavirus, unfortunately, a lot of that stuff got taken down. So we hope you know they're gonna you know we hope we're gonna reschedule that or something. Uh, you know, with it being such a big a big event of the year. Um, do you write or, or is it more so like a you get a motivational urge and you just like whatever something something you know whenever something gives you the feeling, you hit the mic. It goes both ways. Um, 
I, I, at the beginning of my career, I wrote a lot. Then I started having my way with my creative process and, and, and getting, you know, being able to experiment. Um, it turned into something else. Um, I kind of just vibe and, and I create template, I create uh, tempos and melodies and I go off of that. So it goes both ways. I still write a good amount now in my downtime and, and, you know, when I got, when I got these, you know, beats I already knowing that's fire. Um, those ones or with certain producers, I'm writing to them, getting prepared, certain features. But I'm in the studio a pretty good amount of time. So, um, I'm just vibing a lot of times. Um, a lot of the shit has come out pure inspiration being in the studio. Um, at the mic with a bun in my hand, just just going crazy, and then you know what I'm saying that we just build from there. Okay, so um, at this point, uh, where like so everyone has those days where there's you know for some reason that that energy just wasn't like it was yesterday, or or maybe you've got something going on in life. What's your motivation and inspiration in those times to keep everything pushing? Man, the bigger picture, man. I've been pushing this thing called influence over clout for a long time. I came in the game, um, not trying to be a stereotype or gimmick, really just pushing who I am and going full, full out there with it. So, um, it's opened up a lot of doors, but it's took me down my own path. It, sometimes it's a lot of hard times, but for the most part, I started from nothing with, 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 you know, without no cosign or without no bag. I really came from just from the mud with this artistic shit. So like, I don't know. I, I kind of just use where I'm at right now to motivate me because I just try to imagine where I could be in the next two years or or or, or what could happen in between that time. You know what I'm saying? I don't take for granted like the passion and the legacy shit because I used to just be out here on some money and hustling and just, 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 just you know, trying to be my idea of a man. But now um, I got a passion that's really paying off. So I don't really take that for granted. So, you know, it get hard even when you Shit get hard or whatever, even when you got a stable lifestyle or when you got a uh, whatever. So, you know, the stages I'm in is is, is, is stages is levels to it. It don't really throw me off of me off of my shit too much. It just kind of more turning into motivation. I go do something, go write, go record, or go put in some work, kind of channel it. Well, I definitely, I definitely uh, appreciate that answer. We can definitely tell the honesty in that answer as far as. Uh, even for upcoming uh, artists or that might hear this or um, or people just get in there, there's a lot that goes into this. Like, people don't just get up. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i sure that every, there's a Cinderella story in every craft, but people don't really just get up and get as good as you are overnight. It just doesn't happen. So, I mean, just the message of those who are, you know, who are just getting in, just just be prepared to work hard if you're going to you know, achieve greatness. Um, speaking of right now, if you could, if you can go back to your career based on with the experiences that you that you have now, with the knowledge you have now, are there things that you will whisper to yourself to do a little differently? Mm. Mm. I guess I'd be a little bit less apprehensive, but that that come with knowledge. So I, know, I would try to give myself as much knowledge as I can because that'll probably save some time and make you look at that certain or different situations that was presented to you differently. And the creative side and the journey I took on that side ain't too much I would do different. But as far as with the knowledge, man, I would just whisper different knowledge in my head. Uh, um, just about what I need to be doing and how to push what I really need to be doing if I'm really an artist. But I think that comes with the levels too, because a lot of artists record themselves when they first start and then they get better, but then they might get to a point where they're working with engineers and they got a whole studio they're working out of. And then it circles back around to you popping off and being on tour and just needing to track yourself a little bit sometimes or or just being busier and needing to track yourself a little bit when you're traveling and stuff and then bringing it back to your engineers. So 
it just it's levels, man. I don't know. I think I would just whisper knowledge, and I can't tell you specifically what what it would be, but it would just be knowledge at every different point, different little things, because the little things matter more than anything. All right. So um, at this point, uh, we know you know we know that you were uh, going to perform at South by Southwest. Uh, have you done any uh, other live performances at this point? Do you mean throughout my whole yeah. career? Or just some of this? Yeah. Uh, throughout the whole throughout um, the whole career, because because we asked we asked this particular question to everybody. Um, yeah, man, I've done a lot of different things. Uh, I, I mean, four and a half, five years ain't stupid long, but it's a decent enough time, especially when you're on this creative shit and like, it really opened up a lot of different lanes and a lot of different opportunities. Um, I've done the local thing when I first started heavy, but then I just started embracing the different type of fan bases. I was getting in different places and traveling and just kind of embracing that alien that I am. And, um, that got me doing stuff like, like Foam Wonderland, I worked with some EDM artists there. Foam Wonderland, 2018, um, which is pretty big. It was like seven thousand people, so that was kind of a big, big moment. And that record is like streaming like three, four million right now. That record I got with Prismo is called "You Got It." Um, that record goes dumb. From Foam Wonderland, BT Experience, um, performed that. That was that was dope. Um, it was crazy. Met a lot of just real, real industry, industry, industry type type shit. Um, was in the mix of that. Um, I've done a lot, a lot. I've done a lot of stuff in LA. Um, shows, performances with Trippy Red. Um, uh, I mean, there's countless, you know, shows that I've been on with, uh, you know, other artists and stuff like that. But you know, you start getting into the phase, right? You you got to get into that point where you're co-headlining or you you're touring, and that's the phase I'm moving into. Um, so. When you speak on a lot of things I've done, I don't like to speak on them in a sense like they are like, like I could brag on them. It's more just about the journey. That's their part of the journey. I'm turning that corner right now where I feel like uh, the shows that I'm doing and the things that I'm about to be involved in, the tours, things like that are kind of going to be those groundbreaking things that people set as marks. I think the things that I did up to this point um, for my fans, fans, those cult-like fans that I got, it hits like that for them. But for the people, the masses that I'm breaking through through, too, um, they're gonna see what I'm doing right now, uh, and, and what I'm about to do this year. You know, and following, following butterflies, following the project, and all of that. Gotcha, and, that, and that's exactly why we asked the question. Of for those that may not be familiar with, uh, the, and they're just tuning in, we want to let them know that you know, you, like you said, you, you know, you have been out here, you have been grinding, and the, the, the fruits of what we're seeing now are, you know, that's that's due to your hard work that you've put in, you know, uh, over this whole time. Let's think back on your first performance, your very first performance. Um, how did you feel before, during, and after that performance? Um, before, I felt like that feeling you get, like, before a football game. I still get that feeling. Um, it ain't really, it ain't, it ain't scared. It ain't really, like, nerves. It's more, it's more like just butterflies. Uh, and your stomach, um, and and I still get that feeling. That's why I call my project Butterflies. Was one of the reasons, but um, I still get that same. I still get that same feeling. Um, I think you know, at that particular show, I think it might have been more a little bit more of nerves. At this point, it's just butterflies. But at that point, it was more nerves. Um, and then during the during the performance, though, man, I felt lit. You know, obviously, I'm way more lit now. You know, more elements to my performance. Um, um, way more elements from performance and what I can do. But my first performance, I feel like the crowds was perceiving me. I feel like my music was lit when I was performing it. 
I'm, when I look back at it third person, look on video and stuff, and I look at what I'm doing now, it's like, yo, it's crazy just to see that. You know, it's kind of like, it's crazy to be able to visually see that progression, man. And then after the show, man, I, I think I felt the same way I feel now, man. It's just bigger audiences now and bigger payoffs. But um, if it didn't feel that same, if I didn't feel that same feeling then that I feel now, then I probably wouldn't still be doing it. Um, so. 100, 100. Okay, so uh, everyone, everyone aspires to be the greatest of all time at their craft if you're serious about it. Um, which I can definitely tell you are. Um, who are some people that you believe influence your particular style of delivery? I'm, uh, I was influenced kind of like before I did music because, like I said, I wasn't one of the people who grew up in a family who did music or got or you know I, I kind of fell upon it and like five years ago. So it was this whole point of my life where I was just a fan of music and was on some whole other shit. And um, I think so when I think about being influenced then and then being influenced subconsciously because right now me as an artist. I'm so deep in what I'm on and intentional with a lot of things I do that I just listen to tracks that I make over and over and over. And I, and I just, why, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'll listen to the track I recorded yesterday for the next two weeks over and over and over, or, you know, or the, tra- the two, you know, I'm listening to what I just recorded over and over for the next two weeks. So um, subconsciously though, man, it, you know, before, before I did music, it was, you know, it's it Lil Wayne, Busta Rhymes, Rick Ross, uh, um, Andre 3K, um, Erica Badu, um, a lot of rock music, a lot of rock videos, more of the videos. I take in the music subconsciously through the videos. Um, those are kind of my musical influences. Okay, so if you can do a, a collab with any artist, dead or alive, money's not the issue, who would be on the track? Uh, can it be most Oh, yeah, people? definitely. Um, if build, it, build a dream track, yes, sir. Okay. Um, it would be Wayne, it would be Andre, and be Rick Ross. It'd be me, it'd be me, Wayne, Rick Ross, and Andre on the a, on a track. 100, 100. So, uh, I know right now, like you said, you're independent. Um, a lot of things that you, a lot of. Uh, I can't sleep. I'm going to cut you off. I can't sleep on Lady Gaga. That's one of my dream features, too. Lady Gaga. Oh, no problem. And I, and no, no, don't worry about that. I'll, I'll just edit it out. So, you good. It'll flow. <laughs> so, um, uh, I know you said that you're you're pushing independent right now, or you, you know a lot of things that you're doing are independent. Um, is there is there uh, any thoughts of like a major label that you might be willing to hear from or sign to, or is there like a, a particular artist label that might have subbed off a major that you might be, you know, if they if they give you the right phone call that you might be interested in hearing from? Um, that question kind of hard to answer because I've been in several meetings. I've been in a lot of. A lot of different things going on. Uh, I'm I'm one of those independent artists who's really, really, really independent, all the way to real true of independent. But like, I'm really halfway in the industry, halfway out. What I mean by that is like, probably some of your favorite artists know who I am and aware, know what's up, or a lot of industry, a lot of top managers know what's up, have been on my line before, things like that. So it's hard to answer that question because I've been in some of these same meetings. Um, offers have been offered. Um, things like that, or like you know, been in those meetings and it just kind of like an open door. It's just kind of like nothing. It's it's just kind of like sitting. It's kind of like you know, hasn't progressed, but you know, okay, I'm on their radar. Um, whatever. It's in that space with a lot of things, so it's hard for me to just name one because it's like, it's like man, I treat the industry and all of that stuff like um, when it comes to the big labels, the big names, the big companies, man, I look at all of this like I'm trying to get in a position to be a partner, trying to raise my leverage to be a partner. So all of them is is really like it's based off of what leverage I'm bringing to the table, what I got, so I can demand what I want because 
um, or demand what I want out of a partnership because all of them are businesses. Now, when it come down to like, when it come down to um, artists that are have an imprint that's under label or artists that I feel like may take care of me, so uh, and they may you know, or that I want to see what's up. Like, there's a few. You know, like Wayne, man, Wayne got dream team. Everybody he's picked, everybody he's looked at, or everybody he's um, cut for a co-sign, you know what that is. So it's like if I got the chance to impress him, get in the studio and let him hear my music, that'd be crazy. And obviously that's attached to the the, the label that that imprint is under and, and all of that and all of that. So, but, you know, Ross, um, same type of thing. These are big, big players who understand, who are artists, though. So they big, big boss music, uh, businessmen, but they artists. So if I was able to connect with them that way and I would have sensed that genuine and that real, like, yo, let's do it, let's get it, there might be some play in those spaces. You know what I'm saying? Um, regardless of what label they to, well, regardless of what label they imprint is under because, uh, you know, you got, you dealing with this person who's a businessman, who's an artist, you got contracts behind it. It's different. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a different type of um, intro versus just being at a round table with execs. You know, so I treat the exact shit like a business. And when it comes to possibly getting co-signed or, or inspiring an artist that's on that level, that kind of ties in with my all-time favorites, you know, like Wayne, Ross. Uh, there's some other people out there I think that do good business that might be able to be valued. But, you know, I, I fuck with Travis, heavy, Mo City shit. I really feel like that energy is probably is brewing crazy and, and niggas know what's up. It's only a matter of time before I'm, you know, it's so all of that's viable. All right. So this one, this one's to make you think a little bit. And I know, and I know you, like you said, there's a major hitters at the table, but if you had to pick one, let's say you wake up tomorrow, your phone rings. It's the best call of your career. Tell me who's on it and what that conversation goes like. Man. Yeah, that's a hard question because that could be in so many lanes, and I don't want to be just. No, this is it. Is not to limit you. It's not to railroad you to one one track. Just just to kind of give you just to basically, if if this was if this was to be make some play, you know, to, to, to whoever you know might need to hear it, you know, just 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 saying like, it, in your in your in your mind, what is some things that you know what has to be on that conversation as far as you talk about trying to get you to sign, who uh, who's on that line. To even make it worthwhile the conversation, and how does that conversation go? If, if this is the best call of your career, let's just say like, dang man, that uh, specific. Like I said, man, I ain't even. It ain't. I'm not even gonna. I guess I just have to keep it down to possibly trying to inspire somebody out there that I know who's peeping me, or 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 when he's like, you know, come down to like a Wayne or like a. a That'd be like, you know, shit, you see Wayne, man. Wayne don't even be knowing people's music. He don't even be knowing what artists out, bro. So <laughs> that, it don't seem too realistic to me, man. But like, yo, that'd be crazy, you know? Like when you look at the story about him and Drake or Nicki or whatever, um, that'd be crazy because I just know how important it is to get knowledge and game from somebody who's who's an artist who's been that big and successful, um, turning into an entre- a businessman, entrepreneur, has an imprint, has two of the biggest artists in the game right now. It's a lot you can learn from by inspiring and, and you know, having somebody genuinely like that calling your line and be like, hey, Billy, like, Billy Rex, like, hey, I'm flying to Miami right now. Like, we're finna get in the studio. Like, 
you crazy, man. I want to make a bunch of fuck everything else, man. I want to make a bunch of records with you before we talk business. I just want to connect with you. A call like that is the call I need to hear. Because I already, like, when it comes down to, like, me as a creative, I got that. I can create quality visuals from the, from what I'm doing independently. I can do what I need to do. Create create the whole look for my projects, my whole branding. But it's a next level of big, bad business and things that could play out. Um from getting a call like that and just being genuine, but I'm all about organic and just, just real. I mean, so that would be ideal or any of my, any Ross, any artists that I, that I look up to like that, uh, from the label side, man. Um, it's not a particular label, bro. It, it, it's really about, I've dealt with a couple of different people, a couple of different NRs, a couple of different, I just sat down with Gazi. I didn't, it's really about any of them getting on my line and and really being inspired and talking like they believe in it, but also the paperwork showing that, the, the, the whole situation showing that. That's rare nowadays. I mean, nowadays that's just come with a million views or a million monthly listeners, so it's rare. But I do think I, I create that type of art that's vivid as fuck. And the rooms that I'm already in is pretty big. So it's like, I feel like it's possible. But that will come with just any label showing me that respect. Uh, break. 100, 100. Okay. So um, like you said, you have, you know, you're five years into this. You know, you, you are you are making those headlines now. Um, At this point, are you still open to doing features or collabs with upcoming artists or artists who are just getting into the game? And if so, what do they need to have? Uh, in hand to get in contact with you for you to you know take it seriously even give it the time. Uh, well, really, right now, like uh, I'm, I, I be, I be, I'm real big on like connecting with producers, engineers. I really want to work with Mike Dean. That's somebody I'm really, really, really trying to get in the room with. I feel like it's not really far off. It's coming close. Um, so if there's any if you could project to him, that'd be <laughs> fire. Um, he's somebody I'm really trying to get. With um with butterflies, if I could have had him on butterflies or, or hearing that project and being inspired to put his hands on that, that would have been fucking inspired, great, crazy. Um, but like when it when it comes to artists, bro, like there's a lot of artists who uh try to work with me. Um, right now, right now, um, I'm on some like I really work with what inspires me and what's freaking lit, like period. And then obviously, um, trying to work with artists who are have may have a bigger fan base that align with me that I'm inspired by their music or um, artists who like my peers who are doing big things. So like for me, you know, that's Instagram, Twitter, all that. I mean, it's easy to get in contact with artists nowadays. It's whether they want to be in contact or whether they want to work with you. Same in my situation. For me, I embrace my fans that DM me. I embrace other artists that DM me when it comes to working with an artist. Artists hit me up by working. Regardless if you talk about money or not, like I'm trying to see if it's hard and whether I, whether I, uh, whether I uh whether I whether I mess with the music, you know what I'm saying? Whether I mess with the vision and the branding. And that's my that's my first thing. I think that's gonna always be my thing, even when I'm I'm up, up, up. Like it's all about being inspired and being being in the studio, whoever you're working with, and being able to create, spark that moment. Um I mean, even when they get down to business, 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 and you know, nigga, you got a big bag for you, and you hopping on this feature for whoever. Like, hopefully, bro, you you inspired by the record y'all making, um, even when it's at that level. So it's kind of always been like that for me. And the fact that I'm independent right now, um, it ain't always so 
business to get with, get through to me. You can DM me sometimes. I may peep it or she run up on me at a show or whatever. So in all those situations, it's about organics and just being inspired by the other artists or the artists having something to offer and bring to the table in some type of way that aligns with what I'm trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Um, break. All right. So these these next couple of questions, these are more uh, personal questions, uh, not so to speak with your career, but more to get to know you as a person on a personal level. Uh, what are your top five favorite movies? You don't have to be ranked. Just like if you had to, let's say, you know, somebody calls you, hey, man, I want you to do a show in Australia. You know what I'm saying? And you're, you're, you're in Texas, but you got to get on the flight right now. You know, there's no internet. I need you to grab hard copies of something. What's the five movies that has to go with you? Great. Mm, see, um, I'm going to rock with... I'm a movie head, man. So I've seen literally so many movies in my life, bro. It's so hard to answer that question. But I like horror movies a lot. So, like, the ones that like that stick with me, horror films that, like... It's like many horror movies that kind of, like, are memorable for me. I've seen so many movies, but... It's more horror, horror movies that's memorable for me, and it's like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Jeepers Creepers, two, Woman they on the Bus. I only really like the first one. Uh, let's see. Uh, yo, it's crazy. Think about. It's hard to think about. That's what these uh, questions are made. <laughs> no problem. I, I watch so many movies, bro. Like it's, it's hard. I can't remember all the ones I like. Uh, Let's see. I like Law Abiding Citizen. I don't even think, I don't know if I'm going to watch that again. <laughs> oh, no, man. Um, damn. I said, Chase Shane, some rascal. He was Creepers. Yeah, Law Abiding Citizen. Got two more for me. Law Abiding Citizen. Uh, Mm. Hold up, bro. Give me like trying to think, trying to clear my mind. I think no, don't wish you no issue. Like the, uh, I would see a devil's reject. That'd be four, and I am legend. One hundred, man. That, that dude's got a tough lineup. Yeah, for sure, man. Especially when you said, uh, uh, was it a history of violence? I think it was you said. Um, history. Oh, you know what? That is over a law abiding citizen. That's kind of where I'm more leaning to. History of violence is something that's more I don't watch. Yeah, that, stick seven times. Law abiding, I've probably seen like three. Yeah, times. they both, they both, they both, they both held. But that movie, <laughs> it make you think too. That especially that's what it was. The law abiding citizen. But you can't blank on that one. That's a, got a major, a major uh, suspense on that. That's that's some good. That's some good watching right there. All right, so um. What's something that you can't go a day without doing? Uh, I can't go a day without smoking some gas, man. And I don't say that to clarify. No, no, I ain't. But, uh, but yeah, man, I can't go a day without without smoking, man. It, it does therapy for me in a lot of ways. Not even just to be high, but just kind of like to. It's a. Uh, it's more of like a. Routine thing now, like it's like a ambiance thing. I'm about to go answer, do an interview. Let me fire up. I'm about to go right. Let me fire up. <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah, that's, that's, but then, you know, another side for those other type of, uh, listen, uh, you know, fans, like 
who are, who you know, those uppity people, man. From, I mean, no, I'm just keep it real, man. I can't go there without smoking, bro. So that's it. Bro. Yeah, Paul. Hey, listen, this is called no offense for a reason, man. We give we we get down to the gritty, the truth, man. You know what I'm saying? And you say what you want to say, and if they don't like it, you know what I'm saying? It's no offense to them. But we we wanted a hundred percent hit real here, man. The, don't know you ain't got to put on the show for us, you know what I'm saying? So um, let's let's get over to this. Uh, you got about three more questions here. So what's your uh, biggest pet peeve? No matter like no matter who it is, even if mom dukes commits it, it's a foul. Definitely a technical. You know what I'm saying? It, no matter who does it, commits it. What's that thing that tips you off? You just can't stand it. Um, biggest thing, bro, is keep your energy to yourself. Uh, I'm on those type of energy. Like you can't forcibly give me no other energy other than positive energy. I ain't tripping on whatever energy bring the table. I ain't one of the people that's like only positive energy around me. Be so, be so um, critical on all that little stuff. Like I just be doing me, and you know I could tolerate whatever. But when you try to anybody that try to put their vibe off on me, or I ain't having it. Like especially if I don't want it on me. Um, and I see you intentionally trying to do it or you, for some reason, that come with anything. It ain't got to be super serious. It just be like little stuff too. People would try to like do that. And I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't understand that. I'm, I'm with you on that. I, I just don't, <laughs> I just don't do the negativity. So, um, let's see here. Uh, okay. So if, if there was a famine for whatever reason, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you can obviously get enough, you can get enough food to, uh, to make whatever dish you want, but it can only be one dish, and that's the dish that you got to eat for the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? What's that one dish, you know what I'm saying, that's, that's completely level with you, but it's got to be that one. That, the rest of my, uh, I eat for the rest of mm-hmm. my life, and that's it. Uh, it would be, damn, I think it would be like pizza. Hey, that's that's real. That's real. All right. If your life was a movie or a book, what would the, what would the title have to be? Uh, it would be called, hmm, be called Renegade. I feel, I feel that. I feel that in the title. I feel that. All right. So, all right. Uh, so, last question here. If we were, if in the future we were asked to interview again, would you be willing to come back on the show? Yeah, man. Um, I think with me, I embrace, I, I, I literally one of the type of people, like, I really don't turn down a lot of uh, publication and PR. And I know, like, anybody would say, look, oh, who are you at this level independently? But, like, um, I think it's just like with just like with, with other rappers. I think P, blogs don't always have the right intentions. Um, and I think so. I think for me, I'm always have that that uh that 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 base to like want to really fuck with who's showing love to what's 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 real. It ain't really just you know. But at the same time, I understand growing and necessary to grow and be of value. So, um. I think well, what y'all doing right now, I would I would definitely be back down, especially if y'all have grown more too. Just as like I think that's important, but I think what y'all the no offense, and I think you know how you how you were persistent at how you came at me. Um, it felt almost as big. Like I'll tell you this: um, the, the the blogs that I'm working with, like for butterflies, the 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 publications and the interviews, when it gets towards the bigger mm-hmm. ones. It starts to get less. It starts to get more impersonal at this level because I'm like I'm not an A-list or B-list celebrity or C-list celebrity. I'm a, an independent artist who mm-hmm. could break. So it's like um, once you start getting up to working with pigeons and planes or working with getting getting something with complex or getting something with any of those quote unquote tier one. Um, at this level, it, it feels a little impersonal. And, and if you don't have like a viral moment yet, or you ain't 
even if you co-signed by a big artist, if you ain't yo, if you ain't stupid big, you you ain't viral. That um, even though they even though they fucking with you, it still might be a little impersonal, personable, and that always made me feel a little type of way because it's like, I, uh, I'm so true to like the art, artistic art, the art and the branding was real, real with the music. I'm so true to that with being a real person. So it's like, um, I know why I'm breaking through where I'm at. I wish people would show me that love all the way, all the way, all the way through because they're gonna do it in a minute when I'm, you know. But um, so when somebody like y'all embrace it that way early, which I've had other platforms that do that, that's something I value. Um, and so, yeah, based off of that, I could say that, yeah. Well, we definitely appreciate that, boss. And, and yeah, that's, 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 I'm glad that you said that, because that's actually what we are. We, we're trying to, um, like you said, as we grow, like we said on the website, as we grow, we hope that your audience grows as well. We're all about getting you out there as much as possible. And I mean, you're already phenomenal at doing that. Like you said, you've been overseas and everything like that. But I'm just, I'm just trying to reach out to those people that you haven't for whatever reason, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe they haven't heard from you or for whatever reason I'm trying to, I'm trying to, you know, turn that, turn that ear on, you know, if fans want to get more of your music, they want to add, you know, Billy Rex to their library. I know you're streaming on all major platforms, but is there anything or any project that you want to make them aware of that's coming out uh, here in the you know the very very near future, or how how can they go ahead and you know add uh, Billy Rax to their library? Billy Rax everywhere. B i l l y r a c x x. I'm about to drop a project. Literally right now, I'm in the middle of dropping a project called Butterflies. Right now, um, it'll probably be out, probably be public on Monday. Um, yeah, that's 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 what I'm in the bag in right now. I got features for Kid of Cuds from London. It's my dog. He's really doing big stuff over there. Um, got a lot of in-house production from my team on here. Um, we're trying to turn the corner with this project um, and how we pushing it and everything we did behind it. Um, so we, we in the midst of rolling this out really heavy right now. Um, and that's that's what I'm on, man. And that's what I'm going to be on for the next, um, you know, the next month, um, pushing this project, moving around. I mean, you got this corona shit, but... Um, it ain't really, it ain't really stopping us. We so content driven that we just trying to transfer that to pushing the narrative online and, and figuring out, you know, what we want to do, what moments we want to create, shit like that. So butterflies is the wave right now. All right. So uh, this concludes our interview with uh, Billy Rex. Of course, I'm gonna get with Billy Rex to see what uh, track we're gonna leave for you guys to listen to uh, at the end, and then uh, it'll be following us immediately after. Okay, and the track that we're gonna leave you with is called Overnight. Again. You guys support this artist. Uh, his name is Billy Rex. And be on the lookout. Yeah. Took the risk, I get the sense you're not with the shits for real. Put up in the spot and put
I decide to spend your life, shit. It's in writing, I'm in lightning, it's a typhic. Yeah, I'm in California, nigga, out of town, shit. I've been rolling this shit sticky, I got nitrous, nigga. Hell yeah! Nigga, hell yeah, I've been on this shit, I'm a psychic, hell yeah, dropping all this shit whether they like it or not. 